episode of a nice little round table. After a week's hiatus, we back with some more content. Another podcast for y'all. Hopefully, this is something that uh, y'all been looking forward to. We thank y'all for the messages and the subscriptions and the listening and the shares and the likes and the comments and um, everything you've been doing to get the podcast to where it's at right now. Thank you for listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeart. Uh, also, too, don't forget to um, email the uh, pod at uh, Nights of the Roundtable, CLE, um, at gmail.com. I believe that's it, right? That's right. Yeah. Nice uh, with a K. Nice with a K. See, you ain't checked that number. <laughs> Clearly, I have it, man. Clearly, I have it. I'm telling um, So, this episode, we got, uh, we're going to go around the table and introduce everybody that we got here, here with us today, if I can talk. Starting off with uh, Riley. Yes, sir. What's up? Curtis. Back in the building. Let's go. Jay. Yeah. And Ian. What up? <laughs> All right. Jay, you here or what? What's up, man? He got out the car. I'm here. What's good? All right. There we go. What's up? All right. So a lot has happened in the last week or so since we last talked to y'all or since we last uh, left y'all. By the time y'all listen to this podcast, um, we are recording on the night of the very last and final presidential debate. Uh, thank God for that for a lot of reasons, but um, it's the last debate between uh, Trump and Biden. Some new things were put into play, but we'll talk about that later on. But let's catch up on some things that's been uh, happening uh, since we last left y'all. Uh, first and foremost is LeBron James got him another ring with the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, they won their 17th title. LeBron got his fourth ring, and... Uh, the conversation that picked up yet again about the GOAT. Um, personally, I, I don't I don't and won't call LeBron the GOAT uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, championships for one. Um, also, too, the way he's handled or lack thereof of the game. Um, but not to come off like a hater. Um, he does get my respect. He is a great player. Um, he is, you know, somebody that we've never really seen perform in this era. Um, you know, once all of our kids um, get older, we can all say that we saw, we had the privilege of seeing Mike, LeBron, and Kobe play. Um, that's just like our parents seeing, you know, uh, George Gervin, Dr. J, you know, uh, Jerry West, Magic Kareem. and Kareem. And we saw Magic and Kareem play. The tail end, well, we saw the tail end of their careers, but we still had a chance to see them play. Kareem, but we saw most of Magic. Yeah, uh, we saw some bird. That dirty dick took him out. <laughs> hey, I mean, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do, brother. Oh, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying. That's the edit point. But, uh, um, that was not that he got HIV. Shit. Well, you know, well, well he ain't got it no more. Supposedly. He ain't got it no more. He got that, that Jeff Bezos money. Um, but let's go around the table real quick and, uh, let's just, let's just talk about that. About, uh, how we, how we view and how we feel about LeBron and where he ranks right now. Starting off with Riley. Uh, I think, I think LeBron is the greatest player that we've ever seen in a sense of he can do just about anything, um, from a, from a basketball statistical standpoint, um, where I draw the line as far as being the, the greatest of all time is having the ability to, to be great and and exercising that ability when it's when it's when the time is right. 
I, like I said, I, I, I think LeBron, you know, he's very strategic in what he does to make sure that his name is always good for the most part. Mm-hmm. Right. I think he plays it safe. Yeah. When he shouldn't. Yeah. You know, you take uh, game, what was that, game five? Mm-hmm. When he passed the ball to uh, yeah, Danny Green. To Danny Green. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I'm I'm not I'm not putting my legacy in Danny Green's hands. Nor should you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you. that so for me that's the that's the that's the separator, and he's he's been doing that, you know, throughout his career. In those times, like you know, mm-hmm. you can argue okay he's hit more more game winning shots than Jordan, but when were those game winning shots? Were they during the regular season or were they, you know, uh, series on the line? Close out games to win something important. True. You know what I mean. So, um, like I said, I, I think he's the greatest player we've ever seen. You know, as far as biggest, strongest, fastest. You know, I don't think we'll ever have that again. That mix. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. You know, just like you know, with Jordan, we'll never have that mix of speed, athleticism, and then you know, will to win, no matter what. I don't think we'll ever have that again. Um, but yeah, so he's, I mean, like I said, he's, he's the greatest player, um, that I've ever seen, but Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. Live. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So obviously Ian Phil. I'll let y'all go. I'm going to let everybody else go. Okay. Everybody else is live. We're going to let the biggest Michael Jordan fan at the table. Absolutely. Go ahead. Absolutely. I mean, not much to be said. Jordan's the greatest. Um, you can't call yourself the greatest athlete of all time. You haven't won every award in the NBA. I haven't seen LeBron win defense player of the year at all. Jordan got one of those. Might have two. I'm pretty sure he got one. Got one. Okay, cool. Um, six championships. Six times the finals in years. I mean, Jordan just great. I said LeBron is, is like the best athlete of his generation. Do I believe LeBron could be as effective back in the Jordan era? No. Um, with the hand checking, the hard fouls, I don't see LeBron banging out without um, what his attitude and personality is right now. I don't see him being to handle what Detroit would do to him or going Yeah, but that's 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 tough to say because you know he grew up he grew up but to look at the era that he grew up in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's different. Like he grew up in high school, you couldn't touch him. Yeah, true. Right. You know what I mean? You couldn't get close to my high school roses a foul. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and then you you go to the NBA and there's no hand checking anymore. Right. So you can't touch him there. So he's played his whole career without that without ha- without having to be touched. So when he does get touched, it's like hold on, wait, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So but if he grew up in that era where you could get touched, I think he would be okay. I don't think he would be as great. Mm-hmm. As he is, just because he won't, be numbers, a, he, he won't be efficient as he is. Right yeah, now. you're not gonna be able to get those numbers if you get yeah. touched all game. Because they're gonna, I ain't gonna say they'll take you out, but I said like you said, you are gonna hit a hard foul, then eventually you gonna stop going to the hole, like all players do. But you get hit up a couple times, you stop going to the rack, you start in the mid range. So I said even with that part, then with the hand checking, like I like Gary Payton was probably one of the best point guards in the league. That dude. Guided you where he wanted you to go with the hand check. Him and Stacey Allman, you know. But Jordan, great Jordan didn't win until they took the physicality out of the game. What what rules did they change? Freedom of movement. They started complaining hey. about the uh, Detroit Pistons, and that's when they started calling technical fouls. 
ejecting people. I mean, he got, got. And all of a sudden, you start winning titles. You get past the, you get past them. You got over the hump. Because the NBA helped you get over the hump. No. Okay. I mean, it go was, back, go back and look. Go back and look. It didn't change the rules like oh. that, man. It was a still physical game. <laughs> the rules changed. Well, but but that's, that's one take. Okay, so <laughs> who did he have to get past? <laughs> but at the same time, though, so so they changed the rules. And he took advantage of the rules. And, I can't and, knock you. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, but he didn't lose when it was time to win. When they gave him what he needed to win, yeah. That sounds so messed up. Oh, my goodness, man. Well, that's true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But, you know, he, he didn't he didn't go and, and, and leave and build oh. the super team. The super, the super team came to him. Through through the management, like I, I'm sure he wasn't like, okay, look, I need such and such, I need such and such. He didn't even want Dennis Rodman, and they brought him in. You know what I mean? The other guys was, uh, you figure Horace Grant, all them guys was was homegrown talent. Yeah, they they drafted those guys, so it was a little different with that. You know I mean, obviously Ron Harper came in, but that was tail end Ron Harper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like he's getting these, you know, Anthony Davis ain't even in his prime yet. Nah. You know what I mean? Dwayne Wade was in his prime at the time. You know, Bosch was in his prime. You know, uh, Ray Allen had already won and then came and, you know what I mean? So yeah, he had to say, too, like, he had to go down there to learn how to be a champion. Like, yeah, that's got to be in you. And he had a lot of pieces here in Cleveland, too, when he was here. Like, he could he could have won with them. With them <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. At the same time, it's his own fault he didn't win Cleveland, though. Well, he, shut, he shut that. I mean, let's, let's he come up. No, for real. He, he quit. No, I'm also before that. If he can't, if he's, if he's, about, go ahead. If he stopped trying to do those one year deals and try to have leverage everybody, that's smart business, bro. People that came here, if you, you you're supposed to be um, a city, a boy, just a little kid in Akron. This your supposed to be your team. Cleveland, Akron. Why are you trying to handcuff the, the franchise to give you what you want? Because he really didn't want to be here. Truly, uh, we know that. He did it out of obligation. We know that. It was an image reveal. I really, I feel where y'all coming from on that, but. I mean, we, we had to also forget what was happening here with Cleveland in the front office uh, at that time. I mean, they were butchering the roster and all the, the whole Carlos Boozer debacle where they wouldn't pay him. And they was like, had a handshake deal. Uh, they like, we'll pay you, trust us. And then, you know, he ended up going off to Utah. Uh, and how, how different than that first run of LeBron just with a, just with a healthy Carlos Boozer back then with the way the, the game was played. But then also, too, I mean, look. Chicago being underpaid dramatically 
the first run and the first year and the second run um, in today's NBA. No, he probably would not even been a fool if they wouldn't have pony up and pay him after that first rookie deal. So, I mean, I think, you know, we, 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 can, we can try to compare the player, player for player, but, I mean, in different leagues with stone defenses and no hand check now and all this kind of stuff, um, look, I take LeBron at 6'8", at 80s was a good, yeah, like like 90, 96 to 88 was the score. You know what I'm saying? Now you look at scores right now, like 141 to 127. Yeah. You know, everybody running around here averaging triple-doubles, and it's almost like this Olay defense. I think the one the one problem I have with LeBron is that, yeah, he's he's going, to, what is it? He's going into his 18th season, mm-hmm. and he's still playing at a high level. The only problem that I have with LeBron is the fact that LeBron has not taken over games like he should. And that goes back yeah. to what you were saying with, gotcha. you know, passing the ball to uh, Danny, Danny Green. Green. Yeah. Like, 
a guy like that, that you call yourself the king, you call yourself the chosen one, all these other monikers you want to, you know, crown yourself as, but you don't, you have not taken over a game. You have not taken over a season. You have not thrown a team on your back like you should. I, I disagree, bro. I disagree. Well, no, well, okay, so so let, let's look at this. It may have been watchable, but at the same time, though, too, you look at, like, that Cavs team, when you had, you had, okay, now, we can look at these players, like Ira Lugo, you can look at a Larry Hughes, you can look at a declining Shaq, you can look at Carlos Booz or all these other cats. But when you look at a team like that, at that time, at that period of time, and you look at this Lakers team that just won the championship, there's a lot of equal talents on this team compared to that team. Now, granted, this team, the age is on this team's side. They're well, no, that team, that team back then didn't have nobody near Anthony Davis. Well, I'm saying, but you still, to me, you they still had athleticism. And LeBron, could, if LeBron would have just been the king like he was supposed to, uh, you he could have got that team back to the Spurs. Spurs. You got, you got, you got. Rondo. Not even the Spurs. That year, he could have took them to the finals. What, look at what Rondo did in the in the in the fight in the last when he came back alone. Yeah. Like he changed the whole series. He changed everything. AD is still a problem, period. Like, AD is an MVP candidate. We didn't have nowhere, nobody near close to that. Who you, uh, Eric Snow? We didn't, even, we didn't even have a Kyle, we didn't have Kyle Kuzma kind of, like, level players, a talent player second to LeBron in the first run yeah. in Cleveland. We didn't have, we didn't have that, bro. We didn't have, I mean, I mean, our point guard who was supposed to be handling the rock was Larry Hughes when he wasn't hurt, Okay. Larry Hughes, that day wasn't good as Ray John Rondo now. Yeah. Who you got, Anthony? Anthony, welcome. Yeah, Anthony joining us in. What's up, Ant? Ant, you here, Ant? Yeah, guys, I'm here. Ant, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we talking about uh, we talk, we talking about the goats right now. We talking about LeBron. And uh, Mike, like, who's the greatest player right now, even though LeBron just won his uh, fourth ring. But um, right now, who you think um, between Mike, Kobe, and LeBron, and we haven't even talked about Kobe yet. We'll get into that in a second. But between Mike and LeBron right now, who you think is the uh, the greatest player? Wait, wait, wait. Between, well, the greatest player is Michael Jordan. Against anybody, it don't matter who you put in and compare to who. So it don't matter. MJ is the best that I, in, in my opinion. Why? Why you say that? Because, well, he wins. He 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 he, he carries his team, and at the end of the day, it's about winning championships. Uh, I don't see how people celebrate uh, when it getting to finals appearances. I mean, you still lost. Like, <laughs> you either win or you lose. Like, first place losers. Yeah, yeah. If you if you ain't first, you last, right? Right. Like, Ricky, Ricky Bobby, shake and bake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's my thing. And then to to people that uh, won as much as Mike. Um. Nobody has been the primary reason 
that their team has won as much as Mike. Hence the six finals MVPs. You got other people who won as many championships, but some of those, they was just the uh, sidekick or the average Joe. It's no, it's no um, debate on every finals that MJ been to who was the best player of the series. That's 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 my argument. I mean, yeah. we can get into all different other types of opinions, but uh, those are my facts that can't be disputed. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, you got it. That's a that's a great point. I mean, you know, you could say uh, Jordan had, you know, all these Hall of Famers with him or whatever, but but at the end of the day. <laughs> Once he got what he needed, he never lost. And LeBron has had what he needed and lost multiple times. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no, nobody, nobody ate when Jordan was was had what he had. Talk right. to him. How many people have eaten since LeBron has supposedly been the greatest player in in this debate as the greatest player ever. Like Talk you know to what him. I mean? Like Talk to him. Tell him. Golden State, yeah, they beefed up to beat him, but he 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 exploded mm-hmm. to to show that look, I can carry this 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 team. That's what I'm and then he did he only did it for one game. That's right. what I'm saying. The inconsistency. I, I show you I can do this. The inconsistency. But now I need more help to get me over the hump. It's the inconsistency, <laughs> right, man. man. So if he, I, if he, I can score forty points, but if I need to hit a shot, I got to pass it to you. But no, but I scored 40 points, got 10 rebounds, and got 9 assists. But you ain't take the game with a shot. That's all that matters. You, should, you shouldn't have to have that adversity to bring that out of you all the time in order for you to be the greatest player. If you the great, if you go down in history as the greatest player, Mike bust ass every night he was out there in the playoffs. Mike was giving you 36, 37, 41 points, you know, even with the hangover, I mean the flu, that, you know... <laughs> Like that shit. Like he was he had was, bad pizza, man. He, the runs, you know what I'm saying? Like that Mike, Mike was the greatest. But yeah, I, I, let me let me talk about because I didn't mention about about uh, LeBron. I don't take nothing away from his wins. Um, I think he was the best player on the the times. That they won the championship. Now this last one is debatable. I think the ones in Miami, he was the best player, and the Cavs, the Cavs one was neck to neck with uh, Kyrie. But I, I mean, I think he deserved the ones he won. I'm not gonna criticize. But my thing is, you lost twice. We can debate about the the uh, Cavs and Golden State, okay? But he lost twice on a Miami team with potentially two or three additional uh, Hall of Famers. One to a team whose best player is Dirk Nowitzki, who I don't know where he's going, right? But it is nowhere near uh, other people uh, that we're talking about. So, um, I hold the the losses as much against them. It's, it's just as important as, or more, maybe more important when critiquing him than the wins. Because 
that to Jordan because he, he doesn't have any in his prime. You know? He doesn't have those losses. That's true. Yeah, the only, I mean, the only the only loss he has is after having a, taking a year and a half off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it, Ian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came back in the playoffs. Like, I mean, y'all having wrong arguments. Anybody say, all right, hey, 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 my turn, man, my turn. I listen to all this, all this BS y'all spewing. The greatest player of all time is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. How? How? I mean, I, 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 how to everybody else? Oh, you said the stats and awards. Yeah. <laughs> six-time NBA champion, six-time NBA MVP, three-time college champion, all-time leading scorer, 19-time All-Star, 15 times All-NBA, 11 times All-NBA defensive team, two-time scoring champion, rebounding champion, four-time block leader, rookie of the year. How many times champion? Six times. Okay. How many finals MVPs in that six times? I have no idea. <laughs> no, it ain't on there. Two-time final MVP. Oh, there you go. Jordan got six. Jordan got six. All-time leading scorer. Jordan was six for six. Come on, brother. All-time leading scorer. You can't stop with Scott Hook. Deadliest. De- and, okay, had the centers of the game. He had to battle every big man you can think of. Still dominated. There was Everybody sitting in the key was waiting on him. They could flex Jordan. They could put Wendington out of the key, open the lane up a little bit. You can't open the lane up against Wilt Chamberlain. You can't open the lane up against West, West Unsell. None of them other big motherfuckers. I gotta go through, around, or over the top. They took out Duncan out of out of ba- out of college basketball because of. Him. I say, I think he got three high school championships. <laughs> God damn! How are we having an argument about Michael Jordan because he got six titles and he was a complimentary player on his college championship? He just happened to hit a winning shot, so now he's the greatest all-time player. Coming out of college, bullshit. This nigga got three NBA. He lost one game in college. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had to, he had to make his own sh- uh, new shot up. Who Because they, they just got hooked because yeah. he couldn't dunk. Well, that's the most unguardable shot in all the basketball. But he had to make it up because they took because the they took away one. what <laughs> he was so good at. They took away. So while he was taking away hard hard fouls for Jordan, they took away Duncan for Kareem. This man got all these points. Mm-hmm. During the era when they was beating the shit out of him, but that Duncan thing was uh, just temporary. I mean, he once he graduated, nigga, y'all go back to <laughs> 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 once he left college, yeah, y'all going back, y'all y'all dump the ball again. So it was temporary. It was th- temporary for three years until Kareem left school. Well, for me, my my, I'm going all the way back to high school. But yeah, see, NBA, but, okay, but NBA, well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like my my my. Because if that's the case, then you can say, you know, Pistol Pete or somebody else, like as far as like greatest player because of their college career. This nigga never lost. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just you saying, or Bill Walton or whatever. You can't do right. nothing. Yeah. Bill Walton lost too. I'm just saying, like they would be in an argument then if that was the case. Like Here's now, it. now I do get your argument because he did it on every single level. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. But greatest of all time is, is to me, is, is if you're dominating. And winning, and there's no question that you're the man at the highest level. Who questioned he was the man at the highest level? 
The four, the four times that he won and, and, and everybody the and everybody on the team tells you why they played the way they played was because of that man. And there are certain situations, certain games where you not, we need this from this person. Or if you get hot, James Worthy gets hot in one series. You gonna tell him, no, nigga, I want to. Uh, he got a, a fucked up mismatch. He got who was it? Who was he cooking? It don't matter. Jordan, Jordan was the mismatch every time. If you cooking, go ahead. Give me the ball. If you give me the ball and I'm fucking up, then yeah, I'm the problem. But if you cooking, pass me the ball. I still make what I need. Do what I need to do. Then you gonna tell me I'm not valuable? I'm not. I'm not the man because I. I you gotta step aside. It's a, it's a team game. Tell you that shit to this day. <laughs> yeah, that's because he was a goddamn rookie. Even when he was, even when he was old, still got to kick it into the captain. Now I'm gonna tell Listen you. Listen to the end, man. Come on, man. It's Kareem. Somebody we leaving out of this argument. Nobody. I would, I would, oh no. Nobody. Kobe Bryant. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my thing. So like, how you uh, put LeBron over Kobe? That's what I. That, the, that, that's the problem. The only reason I say Mike and LeBron is because when Nobody. you look at the media, they always greatest leg of all time. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, Greatest player of all time. Everybody Kobe always compare Mike and Kobe, Mike and LeBron, but Kobe Bryant, he 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 sticks out. He sticks out. Now when you you was going you was going on on Kareem's uh, career accolades, right? So we got Kobe Bryant, a five time NBA champion. Uh, two-time NBA Finals MVP, um, most valuable player one time, 18-time NBA All-Star, four-time NBA All-Star MVP, 11-time All-NBA First Team, two-time NBA Second Team, uh, two-time NBA Third Team, nine-time NBA All-Defensive First Team, three-time NBA All-Defensive Second Team, two-time NBA Scoring Champ, Slam Dunk Champ, All-Rookie Season Second Team, uh, had two numbers retired. Uh, Naismith Prep Player of the Year and First Team Pride All American and Equivalent Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis always gonna get you one every episode, y'all. Every episode, I'll be down. But nobody talk about it though, man. But but that's the uh, but I mean to be fair, I mean he he won in and off the court. Yeah, in, but of course. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean yeah, that, but, that do make him one of the ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Well, but but we're talking about the the greatest of all time, not second greatest. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. he 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 was he was a shadow. Of Jordan. He was Michael Jordan Jr. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So you can't like that's he's he's little brother. You can't. You know what I mean. Big bro, is big bro. He overrated. Oh wow. No. Who's overrated? Kobe. You say Kobe overrated? Yeah, that, and I, yeah, I don't, I don't. Everybody needs somebody except for Michael. 
No, Michael needs Scotty. Michael needs Scotty. I'm Dennis Rodman. I said, I'm the biggest Jordan fan, but he needed Scotty Pippen to help him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was a team effort, but he was, he led that team. Yeah. He was a leader. But I do feel like Mike would be 1A, Kobe would be 1B, and then LeBron would be number two. Fuck out of here, man. Nah. You can't do that. I mean, Kobe, Kobe was. If you wanna if you wanna talk about it like this, Kobe was Clyde Drexler. Kobe was Clyde Drexler. Kobe was Clyde. Jordan was Jordan. Clyde Drexler was supposed to be number two. Okay, I see. I got you. During that era, Clyde Drexler was the second greatest, well, second best mm-hmm. shooting guard of that supposedly of that era. You know what I mean? So he was like he was. You know what I mean? That's that's Kobe you. as far as Mike. You know what I mean? I got you. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, Yes, I'm not comparing the two, but, mm, you know, that's my analogy, I guess. All right, so real quick, we got another uh, call in. We got Jew here. Jew, what's happening? All right. So, Jew? So, so right now, we're in the middle of discussion right now. We're talking about the greatest basketball players of all time. And um, everybody's spoken their piece about Kobe, LeBron, and Mike. Um, and, and, and Kareem, in all fairness. Um, don't leave him out if you want to. I don't need y'all validation. <laughs> who, you, who, who would you say is your greatest um, out of those four? To well, be just fa- period. To be, you might have somebody else. Yeah. Who's, who's, your, who's your GOAT? Who's the greatest basketball player of all time to you? Ooh, man. You know, I got to say, it's probably going, I, I'm assuming it's got to go back to the era, man. Like, I'm going to have to say, I got to say MJ. You know, just because, mm. uh, number one, that. The game was different, and I got a chance to kind of watch him uh, just kind of rise from, like, this sensational singular star, like the, what was the uh, Come Fly With Me's and all of that, Michael Jordan's playground, all of that stuff. So, you know, rising from this individual guy, and then, you know, three-peats, back-to-back three-peats, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, 6-0 in the finals. Social media. Yep. You just talked about it, you weak in the mind, man. Yeah, we. Nah, I, I feel it, man. I feel it. That's MJ all day. MJ all day. There it is. It's, 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 it's uh. So what, what you say? What you say, Ian? We just talked about this on the last podcast. Y'all been y'all y'all got spun by media. <laughs> it was social media back in the eighties and nineties. Y'all niggas been loving this nigga more than more than anybody in the world. <laughs> so, so so are you are you saying that that is that part of the reason why LeBron is so beloved? Now, by the younger yeah. generation, because yeah. of social media and all that stuff, and, and what they show, and LeBron do this, and then you go back. But Kareem played. The shit was on tape delay, man. But at the end of the... Anybody <laughs> 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 even get the chance to see this nigga play live. But, but, at, but at the end of the day, <laughs> for, us, for us talking about it, it's different. You know what I mean? Like, we, we've seen... Well, we saw Tail and Kareem. Um... We saw Jordan come into the league and and, and and flourish. We saw Magic and Bird, you know, meaning towards their that were the, we we saw their primes. Mm-hmm. We we're seeing LeBron's prime. We saw Kobe's prime. Mm-hmm. Like that's for us to be able to make this decision on who we think is the goat is a bit easier. Is a lot easier than some of the younger guys but that are trying to argue now. Raleigh Raleigh said something early on that's that's very true. Mike. Mike kept a lot of Hall of Famers from getting rings. 
when when Mike was playing, right. you, you look at that you look at that Hall of Fame class. Yeah. It's a lot of Hall of Famers that are in it, it, just you know, not to be redundant. It's a lot of Hall of Famers that's in the Hall that did not get rings that came up that they played against Mike. Yeah. As opposed to with LeBron. Everybody, and even, everybody, and everybody, and everybody, everybody that got everybody, and even Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kobe, Kobe didn't shine until Mike sat down. You know what I'm saying? Even Kobe, like you know what I mean? Well, yeah, like, he ate when LeBron was still. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this paid in full. Uh, yeah. LeBron and um, LeBron and Kobe is, is Cameron. Everybody eats, <laughs> B. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Everybody eats. Yeah. So <laughs> like yeah. when 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 Mike was was doing his thing, ain't nobody eating. Nobody. Nobody. Ewing, Barkley, don't come Malone, on my block. This is my block. Right, yeah. Don't come on my block. Stockton. Now, if I if I go on vacation, you can come on my block. When I get back mm-hmm. from vacation, get off my block. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I bet y'all get two years. Get it while y'all can. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Appreciate All right, y'all. We gonna we gonna move on to a um. <laughs> we gonna move on to another topic. Um, right now, everybody is listening to this podcast. Right now, uh, we're recording the night. As I spoke on earlier at the beginning, uh, we're recording on the night of the very last presidential debate uh, between um, Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Well, who who said? Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said who? The first one? Don't do that. No. <laughs> um, this is the last <laughs> debate. Um, many of y'all saw the the uh, the circus that was the first debate uh, with uh, both gentlemen talking over each other. Uh, then we saw the circus that was... The, well, I'm not going to even say the circus that was the second debate. Um, it was overshadowed by that fly on uh, Pence's head. Now, this debate tonight, it's going to have a little bit of a different... A little, little, bit, little bit something different. They, they, have a, they, they input a mute button in place so that when each candidate has a two-minute time to talk, everybody gets a chance to actually speak, which is fair. Um, somehow, some way, I think it's gonna go off the rails, but that's just me. Um, Who's controlling the mute button? The moderator. So, 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 even tell me these grown ass men get put on timeout because they can't control. Well, well, both of them got to get put on timeout because one of them was acting oh. up. <laughs> but, just keep it a buck. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much that's what has to happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, the shit happened to us. When we was in elementary school. One of us fuck up, then everybody get in trouble. But I say all that to say. Um, Amongst our 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 circle, it's it's still and even even I see it on social media, and um, people I talk to on a semi-consistent basis. Um, it's still a lot of uncertainty in the world today as to who's voting for who. Before, to be honest with you, I was I was uh, slightly annoyed at the fact that people were still on the fence. Anybody <laughs> that some people were uh, on the fence. Um, as to who they were going to vote for. Um, <clears throat> but as time went on, you know, that's what makes us, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the constitutions. I mean, we got a, we got a right to, you know, choose whoever it is we want. This might, I ain't going to even say might, hell, this is going to be the last um, time we talk about this because um, the next pod we release, um, we're not going to talk about it. But I did want to touch on this because early voting has took place. Um, it's taking place all over the country. People are turning out. And droves. Um, if you're listening to this and you haven't voted, uh, please, by all means, by all means, get up, go out, uh, find your local board of election. If you got your absentee ballot, you got a couple. You got roughly a week 
uh, to get your ballot in and vote. But um, we're going to have an open and honest discussion about each candidate, fairness. Um, me personally, y'all already know what side I'm on. I'm voting for Biden. Um, and it's not just any kind of like blind allegiance to the Democratic Party, um, unlike a lot of people uh, have been accused of. It's just that I want to see something different. I want to see this country go into a different direction. A lot of people argue that. How do we know that? Um, my honest opinion, I mean, things can't get worse than what they already are. Um, we can't get in a shittier condition than what things are right now. Now, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I respect that. Oh, so you say, so you saying that um, even, even with... Uh, so you didn't think that before COVID? Yeah, absolutely I did. COVID was just the icing on the cake. I feel like the country was going downhill. The leadership that was exacted by Trump was always questionable and always terrible. The way he handled COVID was an absolute train wreck. Um, <clears throat> he, he knows everything. He knows everything. So, um, you know, when you got somebody that knows everything and you can't tell them nothing, you know, he, he called it a democratic hoax. He said it was just a glorified, glorified, glorified flu. And in turn, it ended up costing um, a lot of people, 200000 actually, their life. Um, if he would have put the country on lockdown, kept everybody in the house, and not put it in the lap of the governors, we probably could be where we need to be right now. But, I mean, we, we are where we are right now. We got to have masks. We got to get temperature checks. We got to walk around with, you know, makeshift hazmat suits and gloves and things like that. And our, our, our way of living has changed considerably. Now, that's just one thing. I mean, there's a lot of other things that, you know, if you watch the news, you, you you see what he says, how he acts, what he does, how he thinks, his approach to things, his quote-unquote plans, which he doesn't have any, um, his antics, the whole nine. But I'm not going to spend any more time, for me at least. We're going to go around the table um, and hear everybody's point of view and perspective. Um, and, and if you have voted already, you know, tell everybody who you voted for, who you're thinking about voting for. And um, your argument to support it. We'll start off with uh, Ian. Now, what's the question? <laughs> who you voting for? Who you, or who you leaning towards? Or if you have voted already, who you voted for and uh, why? Undecided. Okay. When am I? <laughs> I got, what, two weeks? About a, roughly. Two weeks. I, I want to hear everything and everything up until the last possible moment. I'm not... Doing no early voting. I'm not mailing my shit in. I'm going that day to do it. Okay. When you go early vote, they start getting numbers and figures. If you go vote and all of a sudden come to the last minute, it's a big rush. And you lose because you laid out what, what your number's going to be. So I'm waiting. I need to hear what's going on. And until I hear everything, I ain't deciding. I ain't picking. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. And I know both of these people lying to me. Okay. Curtis, what you got? Or who you got? <sighs> I got Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, it ain't going to make a difference with my right hand vote, but that's who need to be running things. But, um, Quas Kep, I really don't care. You know, I'm just voting because my ancestor died, but the right to vote and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to do my civic duty like it really matters. I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna give my vote to Biden. You know, um, 
not because he's so much better than Trump. So I said, like Ed said, they all lied. I bet says from the beginning, and I knew the whole process was trash. Almost twenty years ago, when I voted the first time on the Al Gore election, um, so like my whole view on politics being that way since then, you know, like I don't believe the process. The process is not for us. Um, there's, I, I, they showed it plenty of times over the years. Um, they only want the black folks to vote because they need us to put Biden in the office. But after he get in there. What are you gonna do for us? You know, and this that always been a problem. You know, nobody never. Everybody say what they gonna do for us, but nothing never gets done. You know, um, that, that just messed me up. That was twenty years ago. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, you thirty nine. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. yeah, so that that's my thing. So like, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Biden because you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because. <laughs> just because. Just because you know, like. We need we need we need, a, we need some real leadership to get this country going in the right direction. I know he he's lying. I said he he's not gonna meet with Ice Cube by his little his plan he got going on. I'm pretty sure um, the Biden administration has some plans they want to initiate to get us um, to help us out. But I really don't see it happening. I'm in the mindset right now. Um, if you want something, you want the money and the prosperity and live the American dream, you got to go ahead and make it yourself. You got to do what like Trump do, um, lie, steal, and kill to get it. I'm on that mindset right now. I'm not going... Um, Damn, to that extreme? The kill part? I'm not to kill. Well, <laughs> no, I ain't killing nobody. But I will lie and... God damn, man. <laughs> you going to put it on tape? Yeah. Look, yeah. Look Uzi Kurt, man. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but I said to that, not not so for that extent, but like that's what stuff for what I've been looking at over these years. Only people get things done are the the crooks and the liars. Mm. I'm not gonna take go to that extreme and get that done, but they know something to get things done and, and things overlooked. I feel like that. Okay, Riley, what you? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um. I'm I'm sure I'm sure once I go vote on voting day, um, I'll probably select Biden. But um, I I will not be upset if Trump gets reelected, like everybody else or mo- the majority of the country or you know majority of this group majority of this group and and most of the people that I you know encounter, um, you know they're they're gonna be upset. Mm-hmm. I won't be upset. Um, you know, I stated before on the, on the you know previous pods that I just I just don't think we're there as a as a people. Um, you know, Biden Biden will, in my opinion, serve as a as a as a band aid just because the wound that Trump has helped open is so big that any little you know one little stitch. Mm-hmm. One little band-aid is gonna seem like a lot, you know, um, and, and it won't. Um, so you know, if 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 Biden gets elected, um, you know, in 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 a year or two after he's in office, um, you know, while while we're still podding, I'm gonna tell you I told you so. 
Um, God dang. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, and if Trump gets reelected in a year or two, I can pretty much, well, I hope that things have, have uh, you know, we, we've been hit in the face enough times to where things are, are changing. Okay. Um, so, you know, that's that's my take on it, man. I, I just, like everybody said, I mean, these, these guys are both lying, you know, to try to get votes. That's what they're supposed to do. Um, at the end of the day, one of these liars are telling the truth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and <laughs> one that's been telling the truth uh, while he's lying, we know who that is. So That's fair. You know what I mean? I, I know you're a liar, but I know you're telling the truth about your lies. So... I know how to act accordingly. This other person that's lying, I find out in a year okay. <laughs> or two. So that's my take. Drew, where you where you at on who you who you voting for, who you leaning towards, or how you feel? How, who I'm leaning towards, you said? Yeah, who you leaning towards, who you might have voted for already, or who you know you're going to vote for. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I ain't, ain't about to I'm not about to talk about who I'm going to vote for. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, just because I feel like uh, you know we talk about who you vote for, um, you vote for yourself. You know, so when you go in that booth, the most important thing to do is to vote for yourself and for your experiences and for your well-being. Um, which um, I really could care less about. You know, I don't know. I'm just kind of tired of just politics, and I think most people are at this point. Um, but. Uh, what I would, uh, what I just want to say is, uh, all of this, you know, this two-party system uh, is continually underserved us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so while we're, you know, we're talking about between, you know, deciding between someone that's that's bad and someone that's bad, you know, and we're trying to figure out like who's who's best for us. What's the best option between two bad candidates? And um, you know, it, it gets tiring for us to really. Uh, relegate ourselves to that uh, to such a low level conversation and that's not in regards to this because we're, we're talking progressively about it but um, for Americans and just as human beings like we deserve a lot better and um, uh, so with that being said you know if, if there's anything to be said about um, early voting and all of that good stuff don't vote you know the, the Democratic Party they got you in your back pocket if you're a black person they think they can count on your vote they give you a, a, a ticket every time you go into the, uh, the voting booth. Hey, here's the here's the uh, here's the party lines right here. Here's who you got to vote for if you want to say. And he handed it to all the black folks. Well, here's the deal. Do you have your Democratic ticket? Do you have your Democratic uh, voting ticket? Do you have your Democratic? And um, you know it's nauseating because if I vote down that list, and I know I'm, I'm just making these hypers local, you know, because I know you, you, you know we got folks listening from everywhere, but Case in point, if you're voting down the list as a Democrat blindly, you're voding for uh, this to Judge O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. You may remember from the Brillo verdict, where yeah. he was, you know, casually drinking out that solo cup and with callous disregard about these two people's lives, uh, who, you know, who, they were killed. They had no weapons. They had nothing going on. Uh, you, you know, there are deep-rooted issues around here. Now, think about what started that, the Melissa Williams car chase throughout, you know, all sorts of neighborhoods. They had a backfiring uh, um, vehicle. It was their muffler. Mm-hmm. 
Now fast forward to present day, and you've got shot spotter technology and all of these uh, um, cameras and light systems and, and, and wards, four, six, two, and one, right? Mm-hmm. That's the heart of it, the, 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 so on and so forth. And so, you know, there's a lot that's going on uh, on a local level, and it's, you know, just, you know, do the knowledge for yourself. Look at these judges. You know, these folks are banging the gavel on your, on your kids. They're painting the gavel on your cousins, your neighbors, your so on and so forth. They're building out a new justice center in this city. The last justice center was delayed so long that the build-out cost for it was equal to the Sears Tower. So think about all the corruption that goes on in this city on a regular basis. And we're talking about, you know, a four-year uh, discussion about uh, who's going to win the presidency. In our lifetimes, we haven't seen a single-term president, you know? So, I mean, it's just act, and, and for the most part, the, the, the presidency has been passed around these uh, family dinner tables like it's a, a party joint or some shit like that. The Bush, I mean, you got multiple people at the Bushes. The Bush family was, you know, if, if we went for Jeb uh, kind of something to play, you would have had someone else that was going to, uh, you know, I mean, they were just going to pass it around the dinner table. The same with the Clintons, so on and so forth. This is a, there's a playbook to this. It's formulaic, you know. So it's as real as, as Play-Doh, it's as real as your favorite hit record on the radio right now. It's as real as whatever it is. It's all formula, and it's about, it's about uh, you know, it's, that, it's, it's about giving the, the eyes and the, and the ears and the hearts and the conscience of America all wrapped around your finger around this um, moment of pseudo-importance, right? And I say pseudo because every moment is important. And there are moments that pass us by on a regular basis that are of consequential importance to our everyday lives. And so, you know, while, you know, it's great to go vote early and it's great to talk about the, pres- the president and who's going to be the, the leader of this country, that's a, that's a novel conversation, it's great. And I know this is very much beating a dead horse because everyone says the same thing. Oh, you know, all voting is local and this and that, but it's real, you know. You know, if, if you're nauseated by this, just shift your direction someplace where, where it can be better challenged to somebody who can feel your frustrations when you're upset about something. Because these presidents, if you're upset about whatever they're doing, I don't care how much you tweet, I don't care how much you post, you're howling at the moon. They don't give a fuck. There's nothing going to change unless you get a collective. And the, and the mass that makes the, that makes the nation move, that makes the, 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 the president move, you know, that's that's a million, two million, three million. Who knows what that looks like? We haven't seen a, a force like that before. Mm-hmm. But what you can do, you can affect things that are happening on your local level on a regular basis. You can find your council person. You can catch your, your, your the state representative. You can catch your, your you, you can catch these folks, the senators, you this and that. You can catch them. Sure, you can catch the, the governor if you want to. But you know. Um, I just don't want to get lost in the sauce of, of what's going on right now because uh, what's most important is that we don't focus on people or politicians or political parties, but we uh, think about our priorities, our, and I'm going to emphasize our. You get what I'm saying? Because at the root of this, uh, in, the, in the middle of all this year, you know, uh, we, we were reminded of how, how, the, how little progress we've, we've made as a country. And if we're voting for anything other than our own uh, experiences and our own well-being, then we're doing not only ourselves a disservice, but this country a disservice. Um, I just leave it at this. You know, I think about Jane Baldwin. Jane Baldwin always regarded African Americans as being the 
the moral compass of this country, the conscience of this nation. Um, and so if that is to be true, which this year you can definitely make arguments for that parallels around it, but what would that make the black vote? Mm. And if that vote was organized, how can we change America? You know? Yeah. And so uh, I'll leave it at that as far as collective thing, but the, um, the other thing I want to piggyback on, you mentioned earlier, Hus, is uh, you was talking about how um, people were on the fence, you know, and um, people were, you know, not really sure who they want to vote for. That's not by, that's not just the happen chance, you know, by chance. Um, think back to the 2016 election. We have an uh, agency like Cambridge Analytics who are uh, outsourced by the Trump administration. They create a voter database. Um, and within that voter database, they are, pre- uh, they are preying on you, black voters, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is close to home because uh, in Cuyahoga County, there were um, precincts that they were marking African-American, some precincts as high as 50% of these people were being marked as prime for deterrence. And so what deterrence is, is that it means this person on paper would ideally vote or would usually vote for a Democratic candidate. Insert name here, whether that's Hillary Clinton, whether it's Joe Biden, whoever that person is filling those shoes. What these what, what these analytics do uh, provide to these uh to, to these campaigns is they show folks based off the social medias and all that sort of stuff who's primed for deterrence and then all of a sudden you start seeing a flood of misinformation and things that are uh, counter to you know your preferred uh, candidate of choice and this and that and then that's how we arrive at this point where people are on the fence so it really comes down, it comes down to your consumption habits and also all of this stuff is being preyed upon uh, at this point and if you if you if, if your vote is not rooted in your own well-being and in your own perspective, then you're, you're a windsock. And these, these uh, and you know, I hate to make it seem as if people are powerless, but in these spaces, um, like you know, your Facebooks and your Instagrams and, and places like that, you don't have any power there. You know, people are preying upon you. They're selling your information. You know, and so you're just a, you know, you're just part of the part of the deal. But um, people are. Um, under attack right now, and that's how black votes are continues. One of many ways that black votes are continuously suppressed, and um, you know, it's not by, like I said, it's not by, uh, it's not by chance, and it's, it's not a coincidence at all. Um, if our vote was not important, if it couldn't change things, it would not be under attack to this point. And um, it's something that we have to protect, but it's also something that we have to organize. And so, you know. Um, maybe four years when Trump gives us something else to organize about. Uh, maybe, uh, who really knows, but no, the, the, the future is, our, is in our hands. And uh, our experiences in this country really beg for uh, unique action. And asking these two old-ass white men to figure out how to fix black America's problem is, is, a, is you know, it's a joke. They don't. Uh, they would never know, and they could never be interested in that. But if we get, if we, but if we start flexing our muscle and controlling who's going at White House and who's going at Doghouse, I bet they start looking at them plans and all sorts of shit. Meet with Ice Cube, Ice T, 
you're trying to organize and move forward when the other side is the southern strategy and the other side is running campaigns based on exclusion of you and your issues you know so again when I hear when I hear like well you know should hold our vote from Democrats think they got it in the pocket no this is the way we can galvanize and, and, and move our issues forward and frankly if you look at the arc of history our issues however slow however painful are being moved forward so now now's not a time to sit back and, and you know i hear some of the state woke and things like that we got to start thinking about again like you said we know the russians are active we know that there's these deterrent measures and things like that and we know the kind of people that they're trying to turn you know and you know, I'm here, I'm seeing all these random sites, these random Instagrams, I even see some friends, family, sharing some of the stuff, like, yeah, they got a point. Like, no, they don't get a point. What do you get from not voting? What do you get? And especially when you talk about, okay, forget the presidential, but especially when you talk about local, when you talk about the judge that's going to hear your traffic ticket, mm-hmm. when you're talking about a city council person who, um, and we've talked about this, how Ours, the neighborhood we grew up in, and I'm sure it's like this in many parts of America, uh, the neighborhood we grew up in was pretty much gone through a controlled demolition over the last 25 years in order to lower property values so now can be this again and cool again and all these kind of things. Well, who is in power as allowing these things to happen? And oftentimes that's at the local level, that's at the state level. These are people you can reach out and touch. When I have an issue with the state, uh, a state issue, I'm calling my state representative. You know, uh, how many people to know who that person is, mm-hmm. and know that their their office may have staff that's going to be responsive to you, and all these kind of things. So some of the things ain't even Russian bots. Some of the things Republicans or or or, or campaigns deception or lies. Some of this is just our own inability to learn what the hell we're doing, to learn the game we're playing, mm-hmm. and then to control the parts and pieces that we can control and amplify our control from there. And 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 that's what that's those are the kind of conversations we got to start having in our community, not just not just presidential election years, but when it's time for governor and things like that. Um, but when it's time when it's time to figure out who's gonna be the magistrate. That's gonna sign your marriage certificate, or or is gonna uh, or is gonna adjudicate your township or your local or your local community uh, property issue with things like that. You need to have you need to be holding those people accountable as well. Yeah, but um, I... we want to really truly start changing our community and start truly doing these things. Sometimes, damn it, you got to just Google and figure it out. But again, like you know, we can't sit here and think that Jacob and the sword on play is all of a sudden gonna be like, oh, okay, you know what? Here, here, let's lay it out for you. Um, and I think that's where that's where the disinformation, deterrence stuff, why it has, why it's a threat, because you know there there seems to be some sort of uh, lack of understanding on, on how this stuff actually works. And I mean, we have to really start getting into those kind of things because um, the politics and what we uh, uh, and the decisions are made at all levels of government. Well, Jay, um, we need to we need to start pushing our interests. So even when we don't know about it, we know something isn't being done against us because somebody.
everybody in our in our realm knows about it, understand. All right, we'll say, we'll say, and and you still there, bro? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I, this, sir. this, this, this. I know this show. This, this go ahead. Who we um? We got a, We got a lot of information from Jade and Jew. Um, where you uh? Where you where you where you leaning, or who you leaning towards, and um and why? Yeah, yeah. Hey, so. Damn, y'all put me behind all that. Like, that shit was, a lot of it was way above my head for an average show like me. Um, but uh, who... I am not enthusiastic about uh, either candidate, let me say that. But um, I'm one of, one of the few that can say positive things about President Trump based on tangibles and, and policy and people take that as oh I, I'm automatically a supporter I'm riding around I, when I've got a pickup truck and I'm riding around with my truck like, I mean I'm just I'm, that's not it I'm just I'm just looking at things uh, on what I perceive as, as as facts without without the emotions and I won't say without the emotions, because that that uh, that plays a part as well. But you know, I, I, I get the emotion, emotional stuff, and I you know I put that in a box. Like, okay, that 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 is a that is a part of the decision, but it's not the only part of the decision. Is is what I'm getting at. First of all, Jew, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, uh, that, 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 that history on, uh, Judge O'Donnell. Um, so, uh, I'll, I'll put that, uh, note and research that on my, uh, on my sample ballot that I have. Not my party ballot, but, uh, a sample ballot. And I would recommend that everybody, I'm sure it's available everywhere, but everybody listening, and probably even us, like to, if you have the time, when you go vote, have a plan. Because I, I'm going to say this election is going to be the election that I have the most uh, tight plan of when I go in that booth. Because I'm already going to know who I'm voting for uh, every contested contest so and I can't say that for the last 20 years like I can read an issue and sit and figure out what figure out and digest what side I'm on so I'm gonna bring up two quotes from both candidates uh first one is uh you got a problem figuring out if for me a Trump, and you ain't black. So I just told you I'm on the fence. <laughs> pretty sure I'm still black. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. If I go wild and out, I ain't go wild and out. Get out the car. Start walking down my suburb with, with my pistol. The police go see that I'm black, so... 
don't know, Joe. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> useful information uh, from everybody here sitting around the table. Um, I pray that everything uh, sunk in. Um, I pray that a lot of insight was given. Um, you, you, you heard a lot of educated perspectives, um, point of views, um, a lot of a lot of facts, everything. Um, so if you haven't voted already, uh, by all means, please do so. Um, if you are still on the fence, do your do your research. Um, don't just rely, um, as you heard from uh, Jay, um, also too, you alluded to it. Don't just rely on what your friends and your family are posting or retweeting or sharing or whatever on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Do your own research. Um, don't hold your vote hostage uh, for one reason or another because you want to see what you know, it's going to be done. The Your, your vote matters. Um, like you said, you know, vote for you. Um, you know, and then, you know, there's a lot of websites that's out there. Um, one of which I believe is called uh, Ballotpedia. Um, that when I did my voting, I made sure I looked at all the candidates. Um, don't just blindly go down the list and just vote Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. Uh, just like Drew said, you know, uh, here locally here in uh, Cleveland, uh, Judge O'Donnell was the one that um, allowed Michael Brelo to get off after shooting, um, you know, the two innocent, you know, people, um, uh, Timothy Russell and Melissa Harris. So, you know, don't just vote blindly and give like blind support to uh, Democrats. Um, vote responsibly. Vote carefully. Um and also, too, just just vote for you, like Julian said. Uh, probably some of the best advice I heard. Um, 
you heard a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different opinions. Um, we got a little bit over, was it about two weeks, week and a half, roughly? Roughly, roughly about, let's just round up two weeks roughly, I'd say, by the time this. Um, so make sure that you vote responsibly. Um, if you need to stand in line, if you've got an absentee ballot, make sure you take it to your board of election, wherever it is uh, that you live. Um, we spend a lot of time doing less important stuff, so if you need to get up early in the morning, um, you know, go stand in line, do whatever it is you got to do. Um, this seems to be the one election that I can remember in my lifetime that I've seen a lot of people actually talking and caring about it, actually being invested in it. So that's a good thing. Uh, let's just pray that the outcome comes out to comes out favorable for everybody that is involved or uh, invested in it. So um, I just want to thank all of y'all for listening. Again, you can always find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iHeart. Uh, you can email the pod at nightsattheroundtablecle at gmail.com. Um, again, thank you for all your your subscriptions, your shares, um, your likes, your comments. Also, to the official sponsor of the podcast is Stark. You can find Stark on Instagram at Stark Cleveland. And speaking of Stark, I want to give a congratulations to Raleigh. Uh, this past week, found out that he's having a baby girl. Yeah. So, congratulations to you, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Um, so, <laughs> so um, new addition to the family. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, um, again, find Raleigh on um, Instagram at Start Cleveland. Um, also, too, um, our brother Jew. If you in Cleveland, or if you are a, a former Clevelander, you live around the world. Um, make sure um, Cleveland over everything. Right now, you get all your T-shirts. Um, your hoodies, your hats. Ju, tell the people where they can find the, the shirts and the hoodies and everything that you offer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really got too much uh, apparel right now. Um, but um, I'm available for print, you know. Um, on the apparel side, uh, we just finished a collaboration with the Cavaliers uh, for their... Uh, Team up for change initiative or whatnot. So we got some T-shirts in the um, in the um, what is that called? The team shop or whatever. Yeah, some some stuff in the team shop or whatnot um, there. But uh, yeah, otherwise, um, man, just making sure these folks got masks. So you know, folks need masks. You know, we do a dozen masks or whatnot. Uh, you know, custom for you or whatnot for for low cost or whatnot and. Uh, you know, cleaning over everything on IG. Hit me up. Yes, sir. Like that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, also, too, the show producer, the engineer, uh, Curtis, uh, hit him up on Instagram, uh, Diamond Music Group. Whatever you're doing as far as uh, entertainment, music production goes, hit him up. Um, you know, he has a, you know, he has an ever-growing, you know, entertainment company, uh, production company. So if you got talent. Uh, you've been told you have talent. Uh, you're looking for a suitable home to, you know, be under, you know, a proper management umbrella. Uh, tell the folks where they can find you, brother. Um, Diamond Music, GRP on IG. All right. So everybody listening, make sure you get your Cleveland over everything apparel. 
drink your stark water and uh, listen to some tunes from uh, Diamond Music Group. Um, but as always, we want to thank y'all for listening. We want to thank y'all for subscribing, sharing, commenting, liking, uh, tuning in. And uh, hopefully, prayerfully, this episode gives you much insight going to the polls or dropping off your ballot. Uh, vote responsibly. Vote carefully. And um, most importantly, vote for you. So we want to thank y'all for listening, and we'll talk to y'all soon. Stark up, stark out.